Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, guys, welcome back in 240 here on a Monday edition of Dukes and Bells. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Nick Kale in for Carl the next four days, hanging out with Mr. Mike Bell. As we roll till 7 o'clock today, Steve Holman's going to join us coming up at 420. Our NFL Blitz in less than 20 minutes. But right now, Mike, we got to go out to the WadeFord.com hotline, Atlanta's Ford dealer. Welcome in our man, Jason Longshore. You can follow him on Twitter at Longshoe. And he is brought to you by Duncan's Southern Style Sausage Biscuits. Enjoy the Southern Flaky Biscuit and a Duncan Classic Sausage. Grab two for four for a limited time. America runs on Duncan. What's going on, Jason? What's up, guys? Yeah, I was there. Man, you know, ah, mush. I tell you what, Jason, it's tough, man. We're so used to a certain style, and I, I don't know. We'll, we'll start with the, the the close calls. I mean, I thought they really did sort of step things up, and obviously we, we almost got uh, a Torres goal, which went off the woodwork. I want to I want to ask you, Mike, because you mentioned we're used to a certain style. Are you used to a certain style or are you used to a certain number of goals being scored? Those <laughs> yeah, me, are two different things. Yeah, let me rephrase that. I'm used to a standard, not a style. I don't even care what the style <laughs> is. I just wanted to see them win and score about two or three goals every time I'm there. No, it's an important element. And, and, and I think stylistically, I do like where this team is headed. I like what Gabriel Heinz has brought to the table. But you're right. The, the production, the standard is not where it's been because – one, it's not easy to score goals in this game on a regular basis, and it's not easy when you don't have Joseph Martinez. And Kubo Torres, he does everything well up until the final third, and he was very close, and he put himself in good positions yesterday. Mm. Played well, but not well enough to find that goal. And, and it's one of those games against the tough Red Bulls team that defends really well, makes you, you work through their press. I thought Atlanta handled that from the 30th minute on, Brilliantly. I thought they, they really weren't too bothered by the Red Bulls press. Of course, the Red Bulls are going to have some counters from time to time as you get numbers forward. But Atlanta was in control of the game and played really well in the second half. But they get nothing except for one point to show for it. And that's the frustrating element coming out of yesterday. Jason, Mike alluded to this in the first segment when we were doing some headlines talking about how good Brad Guzan was. Uh, put into perspective what you saw from yesterday with his performance and obviously not yielding any goals. Yeah, he was key. And and the, the things that we know Brad Guzan does well, the shot stopping, dealing with crosses, where I also think Brad was really good yesterday. And it's an element of his game that has been a, a nice, pleasant surprise of the season is his involvement in beating a team with a press, his involvement, his willingness to be a field player when he needs to be. And that's not an easy transition for a goalkeeper who hasn't really been asked to do that very much in his career. He's comfortable playing far away from his goal now, a lot farther away from his goal than he's used to. 
And, and as you saw on, on one sequence where he comes out of the 18, makes a play as the defender would, he's getting those decisions right. I, I think Brad Gazan and, and his willingness to adapt to a new way of playing is a huge element. I think he's getting more comfortable in playing that way every match we see. We've talked about, obviously, uh, international competition. Would Joseph have had been a better piece to help finish some of those chances yesterday? Yeah, 100%. I mean, he, he's just a, a, a great goal scorer, even when he's not at 100%, as we've seen this season. It felt like he was getting his rhythm back before the international break, and he went away with Venezuela during that time. They've been eliminated in the Copa America, so he will be on his way back to Atlanta. The protocols for rejoining the team are a little murky in, in Joseph's situation because I think everything with Copa America and Venezuela has been a little murky around that tournament. Um, he didn't play for them. There were reports uh, of a positive COVID test. Um, it's also understood that, that Joseph Martinez is vaccinated. So players who are vaccinated coming back to their teams in MLS, it, it looks like around the league they've been able to rejoin quickly. But with a, a positive COVID test, even though he's quarantined in South America, it's not exactly clear if he'll be able to rejoin immediately or if there's a time period or what that looks like. You know, if he's able to participate in the July 3rd game, I think that's a bonus. Most people looking at the way that schedule is going to go with Venezuela thought maybe it would be July 8th before we'd see him back. Jason Longshore joining us here on Dukes and Bell talking some Atlanta United. You talk about Joseph Martinez returning, and I don't want to hit the panic button. We're only 10 games, 10 matches into the season. We're not even really at the, the one-third point of the season. But beyond Joseph coming back, what else can happen for this team to really get going and start hitting their stride? Honestly, it is as simple as goals being scored. You know, I'm, I'm very satisfied with the way the team is understanding the concepts that Gabriel Heinze has and the way he wants to play. I think defensively, outside of the, the two games where they, they blew leads late, you know, made some individual mistakes, I think defensively on the whole has been good. And they've been in control of a lot of games. But you've got to get results to back it up. And, and the longer you don't get those results, Yes, the style is good. Yes, the, the control is good. But then the pressure mounts on getting results when they're not coming. One question going into the uh, summer transfer window is with Emerson Hindman's injury, right. is that an area where the team might need to look for an upgrade? And we don't know how much room they're going to have on the cap to do that right now. But Emerson Hindman was a very important part of linking the midfield and the attack. And is there a player internally who can do that? Can you move the pieces around a little bit? Or is it going to be a need to go out into the market and find somebody that can fit under the salary cap? I know that we've uh, certainly got a lot of soccer to play. As we said, we got a long way to go with the new coach implementing his system, and you're seeing some things you like. As a Jason Longshore joins us here, guys, on the WadeFord.com hotline. But, Jason, a lot of stuff was written last week uh, from blogs, from the AJC, that if you look at it from a macro, from a big picture standpoint, we've never really replaced Miggy. We've never really replaced Nagby. Barco isn't really working at the end of the day, nor is Marcelino Moreno. And do we, do we really have to change the approach? I saw some columns asking for some big, big changes, the way this thing is going. Yeah, the, the part on the midfield uh, I don't think is incorrect. You want to get into replacing Darlington Nagby like for like, you're going to be going and re-signing Darlington Nagby. But 
having Emerson Hyman, having Santiago Sosa, I think both have replaced elements of what we saw from Nagby. Miguel Almiron is almost a unicorn in what he brings to the table. Marcelino Moreno and Ezekiel Barco, I think Moreno gets some unfair criticism. He's been quite productive this season. He does have three goals. He's one of the best dribblers in the league. I think he is a good fit for the system and, and getting a little more complete as we go. Ezekiel Barco, it's been a frustrating time in Atlanta for him because every time he gets a bit of momentum going, there's been an injury to slow that up. He's coming late in his contract, and I think there will be you know, that, that need to look for the next deal for Ezekiel Barco. Mm. He's going to the Olympics more than likely. He's a big part of the Argentine U23s. If he goes and performs well, the timing is awkward because the window for clubs outside of the United States bringing players in will extend into August. For MLS teams to sign players, it will end early in August before the Olympics are over. So there's a scenario where if he goes and, and plays well in the Olympics and draws a lot of interest, Atlanta United could be obliged to make the sale at that point but not be able to replace him because their transfer window would be closed. I think that's a question that is going to be a tough one. Um, the offers would probably be at their best in the summer window because European teams are preparing for an upcoming season. It's harder to get bigger dollars out of a January move even if that fits MLS better. Barco's at that point where, you know, he's looking for his next move, in, in my opinion, and I think Atlanta United's probably looking at what that next move could look like as well. Jason Longshore, you can follow him on Twitter, at Longshoe. Always appreciate the time, brother. Thank you for popping on. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.